Hello? Hey, Steven. Hey, what's going on? Hey, man. How are you? Oh, so, I can't complain. Life is good. Yes, that's that's exactly right. I mean, every every day that we're alive and breathing and healthy, then it's a it's a good day. Um, Preach. Yeah, man. So so Anchor, have you ever used it before? No. Okay, cool. So it's it's kind of a neat app. I, I like to tell you know everybody who comes on that's a guest speaker that's never used it before. Um, it's really neat. It's it's actually it's owned by Spotify. Um, so I don't necessarily know if that's a great thing or not, but. Uh, the, the, the way that they do, you know, they, they monetize obviously is, you know, through advertising and whatnot, but, but you can actually stream your feed through an RSS format to like other podcasts, like Apple podcasts and so forth. Um, so it's a really, it's a really cute. It's, it's, it's kind of neat because you get to talk literally like you're just talking to somebody on the phone. So I like it. Um, fantastic. Yeah. We, we did Streamyard a while ago and, uh, last year with the, uh, the, the, the group that I found at Virginia United and we had like a live feed and I found that most individuals would lose interest about 35 to 40 minutes into a segment trying to watch a video versus a podcast. You could just hop in your car, turn it on yep. and then you're good yep. to go. And, uh, so it's, it's worked out pretty well so far and, and, you know, it's, it's, I've enjoyed it because, you know, if I'm having a bad hair day, I, I don't have to show the world. <laughs> <laughs> this is indeed very true. Yeah. So, this you know, it, it, it works. It works. So, hey, I have a question. I've been I've been and I should know this already, but I don't. But I've been thinking about it. How <laughs> tall are you? I'm six four. OK, so so you, uh, rightfully so, then it's I can call you big guy and you wouldn't be offended. <laughs> Not at all. Not okay. in the least bit. Excellent. I just I just want to make sure you know because you you are <laughs> technically bigger than I am as well because I'm only five nine. Uh, also, if I if I had to guess, I'm I'm assuming you work out too a little bit. Just just a smidgen. You know, yeah, just yeah. a smidgen. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been doing it since. Uh, gosh, I was 14 when I when I first Woo! picked up a weight. Yeah, and I was really really into it. Probably I would say in my early 20s. Um, I wanted to go into just am- basically amateur competitions for, for bodybuilding competitions. And right, we, we've right. got a place out here in Virginia, Fort Lee, where they do that kind of stuff. And I ended up getting a shoulder injury. And uh, long, long oh. story short, you know how that works. I mean, when yep. you get an injury, yep. it, it haunts you for, forever. But I still yeah. am in, in it. Um, I actually got into uh, basically personal training for a while. And I thought that that was That's going to be kind of a, a career and then I, I decided that it, it wasn't going to be a career goal for me <laughs> after, yeah, yeah. after attempting it for a while. But um, but yeah, so, so you know, this is kind of a side thing. It, it's fun to do. Um, I think, mm-hmm. you know, more so in 20, 2019, I got really involved politically um, and, 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 and not because I wanted to deal with all of the, the headaches of, of, of politics, because obviously there's constantly just so many different variables. There's so much going on all at one time, but I got tired of the lack of transparency. And, um, Ooh, yeah, you know, yeah. we weren't, we weren't really getting a lot of transparency. I felt like personally, maybe that's subjective, but I was like, you know what, we need to, we need to do something about this because this is getting worse you know, progressively worse as far as censorship yeah. is concerned and narratives yeah. and divisive rhetoric. And I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to push this out. And 
you know, unfortunately, um, you know, there's been some great things about it too, but, um, you know, unfortunately, uh, I had a, an account with Facebook for 15 years and, uh, they shut it down and, uh, basically, no. yeah, yeah. You know, it, and, and what was, I think for me, what, what hit me the, the hardest there was it wasn't just the reasoning behind it. They said that I was inciting violence because, uh, there's a gentleman here in Richmond, Virginia, that is the president of what's called the VCDL, and they're very big on Second Amendment rights. And so I was mm-hmm. promoting – they have a caravan every year in Richmond, and so I was promoting this, and they said that I was inciting violence. But but they tied no – way. Yeah, they tied in my business account as well. So my business account through Facebook got shut down as well no. as my – Yeah, and so – 15 years of, of, you know, photos from friends and family was gone. And, you know, at that point I was like, you know what, their memories always keep with me. But even so the fact that I'm, I'm literally being shut down because I'm, I'm pushing something that is within our, our, our constitutional rights as far as the second amendment. And I was like, that's insane. It's just insane. But, you know, you know, as well as I do, everything has been going on since even, even before 2019. I mean, we've had just Mm -hmm. so many different, narratives and and just just there's just so much drama within the media that's been constantly pushed and regurgitated it's really hard to soak it all in and and Mm -hmm. process it and you know at one at some point you're 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 a sponge and eventually you you just can't hold anymore and so Mm -hmm. you know i was like you know what we've got something's got to something's got to change here so you know i've gotten into that to that to that realm of um you know Okay, where where do I, I draw this line in this the sand, and where am I going to stand as far as core value systems are concerned? And and I think I got to my breaking point in 2019, um, just seeing everything from what was going on in the media, all of you know the rhetoric. I, I remember specifically back in November of 2019. You probably recall as well when we started seeing blips of what was going on in China, and oh yeah. I was like, you know, this is I was sitting down with some friends from from high school. And, and one of the one of the guys that was there is also my primary care physician. And I was like, you know, hey, man, I was like, uh, what what do you think about this, this, this virus? And and he was like, well, it's, it's just like the flu. You know, it's 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 just going to, you know, pass through like the flu. And I said, oh, OK, well, four months later. I asked him the same exact question and, and it was literally like pandemonium just had just broken down the doors of his world and everything was ending. And I was like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. I was like, you know, we went, we went from this, 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 Oh, it's a flu. It's a virus. So, yeah. you know, we know what viruses do. They mutate. They're going to change. It's going to go full circle. eventually. And uh, you just saw this back and forth constantly. And I, I've compared it to like uh, trying to, to learn how to fly an airplane while you're actually flying it and i feel like that's kind of where we've gone with the whole whole scenario and then as you know uh, as well as many 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 other americans know it it unfortunately became highly uh politicized as well and um you know it's just been pushed out but you know all of those things aside all the variables aside and i know that you're you're busy you are constantly you know plugged in If, if if any of the the listeners out there don't know who stephen davis is go on instagram look at maga hulk um when you introduce yourself do you introduce do you introduce yourself as Maga Hawk or do you introduce yourself as Stephen Davis? Oh uh, no, I introduce myself as Stephen Davis. Um, I more so have been known as the Maga Hawk due to uh, you know Benny Johnson uh, kind of <laughs> knighting me as as the Maga Hawk. And, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, which I'm not complaining. I am not <laughs> complaining at all whatsoever. Oh, amazing. But, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I introduce myself as uh, Stephen Davis. Okay, cool. I was gonna say it, it, it would be so great if you introduce yourself as Maga Hawk and then you 
you change the tone of your voice a few octaves and then just go into it with this grizzly, like deep, like just intimidating voice, MAGA Hawk. Oh man, I can I can already I'm already marketing for you. Okay, it's it's in the back of my mind. It's in the back of my mind. But um, but yeah, you know all of the different variables and everything going on within the world. You would think the one the one thing that we should not have to to even bring up as a topic of debate, at least when it comes down to biology, is what is a woman? Oh goodness, right. What is Goodness. a woman? I, I, I thought I knew that. I, I thought that we we could tell what a woman was for at least a couple thousand years, just, just yes. from, from archaeologists looking at bone density and structures. But yes. I don't know. It seems to be one of those topics now that is very taboo. I, I, I don't know. What, 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 is your, what do you think a woman is? Uh, well, I would say a woman is a female. And then you want to break that down even further. I mean, that's a person with female sex characteristics, you know, XX chromosomes, uh, um, you know, the ability to uh, or made to reproduce. You know, some women, you know, they're, they're infertile or, or whatever have you. They have different disorders, you know, PCOS, all those other type of things that make it hard for reproduction. But at the end of the day, they're made, their bone structures, their body structures, their entire anatomy and physiology is made to reproduce. Right. Mm-hmm. Men yeah. are not made to rep- reproduce. Men are not made to do anything of that nature. We're not made to put, bear children. That's not what men are made for. Right. right. Women are made for that. So right. I would definitely say it's just that simple. And I don't know how it's gotten so convoluted in this day and age. I mean, the, it's like the smarter we become, the dumber we are. You know, it's absolutely <laughs> it's regressive is the way it is. Oh, it, it, you're 100 percent accurate. It, it's It's almost as if I kind of. I kind of wish we went all the way back to uh, what was that movie? Arnold Schwarzenegger was it Kindergarten Cop? Oh, Kindergarten Cop, yeah. Yeah, what, what, you know, boys. What, what was that boy in Kindergarten? He said, "Boys, boys, uh, boys have penises. Girls have vaginas." Right. That's it. That's it. Just keep it simple. <laughs> I, I, simple. I, I, the, the, but but you know, I do. I, I will say to some aspect that there are instances, and 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 I try not to have tunnel vision with this and broaden my perspectives a little bit. There are in, instances where you know. What if your parent and let's just say uh, you have a child that's born uh, hermaphrodite uh, mm-hmm. at, at that yeah. point, I, I see the debate to some extent. But but, you know, it's still we have the capability, the science, the technology that can still identify the gender or. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, you know, it's it's a really interesting time to live in um, mm-hmm. because, you know, we, we do. We're, we're, we're literally going against the fundamentals of biology, the fundamentals of what we're yeah. taught in, in the schools as, as young mm-hmm. children. And it's really concerning. All that aside, you know, going back to what I was saying as far as, you know, being born a hermaphrodite and as a parent myself, that'd be a really tough choice. Uh, however, mm-hmm. again, we have the technology and the science that we should be able to figure that out relatively simple. I was listening to a clip earlier today, uh, a kindergarten teacher um, he was on the the Matt Walsh show, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and you know how Matt Walsh is—he's very. Unfiltered. I love Matt Walsh. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> I mean, he's he's you know, it, it takes a certain person to be able to it, it, to to be able to say he's palatable, um, and and he you know it at, at some point it's almost as if like, okay, I need to just take a breather for a moment and step mm-hmm. back and, and yeah. listen to to some Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, just, and to say that and to say that it's like saying like you're not, you're on another level but um but yeah you know there was this guy that was talking about uh, this and he's he identifies as a um 
or actually she uh, identifies as a male. Um, and so there, he, th- this individual is talking to kindergarten through fourth grade, and it was uh, a prep school, um, mm-hmm. basically, or charter school, I should, I should clarify, but uh, basically stating that doctors guess wrong about your sex when you're born and then oh yeah i've seen that yeah and then they and then they kind of you know back you know walk back a little bit and say well you know most of the time they're 100 percent correct but they're not always right and i'm like what in the world are are you doing to these children and like you know the 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 big uh the big token phrase recently has been grooming right so you know what are these people doing no it is it is definitely grooming i mean you're trying to uh, groom an entire society, the the youngest members of society, you know, because their brains are still developing. They're uh, like sponges. Their brains are like sponges. So they're still developing. They have massive amounts of empathy, you know, so they're able to identify with a lot of these things. And I think that the nice thing to do, the right thing to do um, is to be tolerant of certain, these, these different ideals that are completely false and uh, on its face. And, uh, you know, they just go with the flow thinking that this is the right thing to do. And, then, you know, their peers are doing it. They're being told by adults to, uh, you know, go down this this rabbit hole, this path. Um, and not to mention the fact that uh, media and uh, movies are now speaking to such things. So they think that they're, they're in the right in what they're doing. So you're looking at the situation and it's they're being beset on all sides right these children and they're being beset on all sides with all these different ideologies that fly in the face of science fly in the face of biology fly in the face of reality and it's kind of hard for these kids and i feel so sad i feel so bad for these children who are growing up in an era in which everything is so confusing where it shouldn't be you Mm -hmm. know i'm i'm 37 years old right i grew up in an era in which men you know men are men are men it cannot be women. Women are women. It cannot be men. It's just right. that simple. And if you are a man who tries to be a woman, I mean, you, you, you look back in the past with movies like Miss Doubtfire, right? Yeah. Movies like this. It was a, it was like a, 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 it's a comedy. Whenever a man dresses up as a woman, it was considered something comical. It's considered something funny. You know, you're doing something unnatural to try to fit this role uh, and try to dupe people. You know, that's the whole, there was the whole comedic aspect of it. Now it's been normalized, and now these kids are growing up in this era, and I really feel bad for them because I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't have to deal with that growing up, but now yeah. I'm looking at this day and age, and they are 100% being groomed. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it, I, I, I try to not mix too much with politics and religion, but in this instance, as, as a Christian growing up, mm-hmm. you know, quite clearly the the bible is 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 very clear on in deuteronomy if i remember correctly second deuteronomy there is scripture that literally says you know a man should not wear women's clothing a woman should not wear a man's mm-hmm. clothing now granted this is under the old covenant before christ but there are so many references within the bible biblically even if you're religious or not religious that mm-hmm. are just morally sound and wholesome that give you good direction and I feel like as a country, and I saw this happening back, and I'm a little bit older than you, I'm 41, but I saw this happening mm-hmm. a little bit after, I would say probably like maybe six, seven years after I had, you know, graduated from high school. And I saw, uh, we used to have this thing, you know, called prayer around the uh, the flagpole. And they, uh, started, yeah. they started uh, banning it within schools. And also mm-hmm. another thing was the Pledge of Allegiance took God out from Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. They used to be in the pledge. And at that point, I was like, you know what? 
this this country seems to be going morally bankrupt. And at that point, I I started to really you know get get worried about where we were heading because you know a godless country. Um, you know, and again, if you're not a a a religious person or a faith based person, you still have fundamental morals and core values that that you know every culture has to some extent. Yeah. There there are there are core values, and if you don't you know, abide by those core values that your culture has, you know, based their entirety on since the, the beginning of the culture, you, you tend to see problems. You, you tend to see collapses, you know, look at Rome, for example. Um, hmm. and, and, and that is what concerns me the most right now. Now, ta- tailoring into that, uh, DeSantis, um, uh, Ron, yes. Ron DeSantis, uh, has really been in the spotlight. He's in the crosshairs. I think he's going to continue to be in the crosshairs even more. And going into the debate of what is going to happen in 2024, um, I've looked at this and, and I was, I was, you know, I, I've, I've debated on this multiple times as to who's going to go, you know, who's going to be the presidential, you know, nominee, who's going to be running, um, and and where we're going as far as the direction in in, in that area. And a lot of people don't like my take on it, um, and, and and I'm totally okay with that because I think it's healthy to be able to to disagree because you know it yes. helps you it helps you learn and you're you're basically sharpening each other mentally. But I feel like subjectively, this is a a DeSantis time for him mm-hmm. to to pull his his weight. Like it's a now or never moment, and I feel like in 2024 as a presidential nominee, he would be a catalyst um versus trump and 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 i say that and and i know a lot of people that that you know that follow the the virginia united group and that you know pay attention to what i have to say uh Mm -hmm. would probably be very against that because they're very much on board with trump but i I say that in 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 the fact that trump would be a great speaker of the house now this is just subjective Mm -hmm. um but desantis running uh, or even if there was a Trump DeSantis, you know, bid, I feel that DeSantis is right now putting himself and lining himself up to be a key player in a 2024 election. And then at that point, you know, maybe Tulsi Gabbard. I've seen a lot of Tulsi going on. And granted, now, you know this just as much as I do. Tulsi ran Democratic, you know, for, mm-hmm. for the 2020. But she's consistently uh, has more conservative core values and I think that appeals to a lot of people that are maybe on the fence or even libertarian. Um, mm-hmm. What does the left have? You know, I, I keep looking and I keep banging my head. Well, I bet you can't have Biden. Biden's not even alive at this point. He's just a sentient. <laughs> He's a sentient being. But but but, you know, Kamala, every time I listen to her talk, it's almost like I'm, I'm listening to my kindergarten teacher all over again. And, it, it, and even then, it's not even it's not even that good. So I'm like, yeah. okay, who who do they have? Pete Pete Buttigieg? I don't oh, know. No. You know, the only wild card. I look at it from this perspective. A wild card to me would be Michelle Obama. That that yeah. would be a wild card. What yeah. what are your thoughts on it? Um. Well, first and foremost, when it comes to Trump and uh, DeSantis, I mean, let's be real. Um, DeSantis is the future, right? Mm-hmm. He is the future of the Re- Republican Party. Now, now let me say this. I am a bit. I say this as a big Trump fan. Right. He's mm-hmm. the one who opened my eyes in 2017, end of 2017, beginning of 2018. He helped me really open my eyes to what's really going on. I loved his uh, the way he governed. Uh, he uh, commanded respect. Right. 
And I think yeah. that was fantastic. I think he did a wonderful job, especially when it came to the economy. I think he did an absolute wonderful job when it came to the economy and did many things for the American people that I am just, I'm, I'm for, I'll be forever thankful for, right? Um, at this point, we got to look at it like this, though. I mean, Trump is getting up there in age at the end of yeah. the day. It's, that's, unexpe- that's inescapable at this point. Um, and he is um, he's very controversial, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Controversial, not necessarily in a good way, all right? Because uh, uh, DeSantis is controversial, but he's controversial in a good way. Trump is controversial, but he has more of a bad boy type of vibe. It turns mm-hmm. off a lot of different uh, suburban uh, voters, right? Especially suburban, uh, white suburban women. So yeah. that's a whole demographic of people that he tends to turn off. And if he runs again, there'll be a whole coalition of people that will come together on the left and put aside their petty differences to uh, go up against Trump, right? Because he's that polarizing of a figure when it comes to the left. Um, so what I really think, and plus, I mean, if you really think about it, if Trump gets into office, the way it's been happening as far as the, the, the electorate, um, it's, it goes Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat, right? So mm-hmm. if Trump jumps back into office, it's only four more years. There's almost four more years that we have, and then uh, typically what happens is then uh, a Democrat becomes uh, a president. So if we have DeSantis, we have a DeSantis uh, eight-year bid, uh, potentially, where, where DeSantis is, and he's standing up for all the right things, and he's very moral about his stances, and he's very clear-cut, and he's, he's, he's like a Trump without the baggage, so yeah. to speak. So I think that uh, DeSantis is really a good way to go about it. Um, Tulsi Gabbard, I, I do think she has a lot of good qualities, but at the end of the day, she still uh, uh, is a Democrat. And I think that yeah. when, when, when it comes to uh, Tulsi Gabbard and the things that she espouses, if, if I were to pick any Democrat, it would definitely be Tulsi Gabbard. That would be someone I can be able to get behind as opposed to a Mitt Romney. Okay, yeah. Mitt Romney. I would I would definitely uh, vote for Tulsi Gabbard than Mitt Romney because Mitt Romney he's he's a uh, uh, he's a, a empty shell of a person, right? Yeah, he, he, yeah. And um, he has no core values that I, I side with. Um, yeah. But I I think that uh, when it comes to the left, they don't really have anyone other than Michelle Obama. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Joe Biden is an empty suit of a man. Uh, uh, Kamala Harris is a horrible speaker and he laughs like a cackles like the joker no one takes her serious <laughs> right it's unbelievable uh, that this woman's a, i mean she's a diversity hire at the end of the she, day she, That's she all would do she well has. in hollywood she'll do really well in hollywood you know in the comedy <laughs> only in the comedy in like yeah. a dumb dumb and dumber comedy that's what the mm-hmm. only thing she'll Wait, be able to do didn't well she get started though i thought i feel like she hung out with montel jordan at one point yes she did okay yes she did yeah. Yeah, so she yeah. was in the different circles, you know, she was in those different Hollywood circles um, uh, as, as, a, as a side piece, if you will, or just yeah. a eye candy. I don't know how that worked, but you know, <laughs> that's all it was for her at that point in time. But mm. I mean, that's all they really have. Pete Buttigieg is not going anywhere. I mean, no one's really uh, as much as the black community is becoming progressive, especially the black liberal community, as progressive as they're becoming, they're still very anti-gay. Right. Yeah. So I don't think Pete Buttigieg would get too far when it comes to the black vote. But Michelle Obama, on the other hand, she's always been a figurehead of the left. So yeah. I think that she would pose a, a significant threat if she did decide to run. I mean, her policies would be crap, you know, and people would only vote for her to virtue signal, especially when it comes to the left. 
Yeah. But I think that's their best choice if they wanted to try to throw up a, uh, an opponent against uh, DeSantis. Yeah, cause she's she's pretty radical. I mean, a lot of that. I mean, she's pretty much on board with with the radical ideology of the left. Um, and her delivery is really. I agree with you. I think Michelle would would definitely be. Uh, you know, a a. I feel like she'd be a tough one. Um, again, though, her, she's you know very radical uh, when it comes to ideology, yeah. and then the delivery is relatively harsh. Um, but I don't think America cares at this point. You know, we, we it look it seems like you know I said this years and years and years ago um, back when uh, when Bush Jr. was in, and I was like, I feel like we're just having a, a decline, <laughs> and mm, I don't yeah. know if it's if it's an intellect. And then all of a sudden, you know, Obama came in, and 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 I was like, you know, this 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 individual, I don't know anything about him, which is concerning, um, but. He's very well versed. His vernacular is great. He's he's very presentable. He reminded me almost as if you know, as least at least from a presentation standpoint of of like a, a JFK scenario. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was great. I thought you know I was like okay, I'm I'm on board with that, but I don't know his policies, and and that's you know partially my fault because I didn't do due diligence and make sure to really follow up with you know what his core value system was, where he stood. Um, and I feel like that's actually a big problem today in, in today's society. A lot of us will vote and, and I've got plenty of friends on both sides of the political spectrum and they vote based on, you know, simple things like my family's voted for this or, the, or I'm I'm voting mm. for for this person because of his skin tone or pigmentation, yeah. whatever it may be. And it's like, look, look at the maybe we should just take the the DNR off of our ballots. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, we're self-accountable to some extent. You know, we're, yeah. we're at least self-accountable. You know, sure, we still have the optics from the media. And the media is always going to play their part in trying to market whoever they, they, they want to push. But mm-hmm. it makes it a little bit more uh, difficult, I think, to, to just vote for someone that you have no idea about. Now, maybe, you know, the demographic, I'm sure, is out there. I'm sure there are plenty of people still that don't care. They're just like, nope, I like the way this person looks or whatever it may be. Yep. But ah, uh, I tell you what, it, it's it's a conundrum. It really is a conundrum that yeah. we're in. And um, you know, I'm I'm I, I want to be optimistic. I really do want to be optimistic. <laughs> um, but it's really tough sometimes, you know, because you look at things as to how we've progressed, and and you know, even looking back when, like, let's just use JFK when, for example in today's society his policies and ideology would mm-hmm. be considered to be of conservative value and yeah. uh, and, and that's something that i had uh, an issue with I, I i was uh a part of the yrs the young republicans and i resigned mm-hmm. now i was gonna phase out anyway because i'm old okay you phase out when you're 41 <laughs> that's just the way it is but I, I I have a core value system, and I'm if I draw a line in the sand, I'm not going to waver or compromise my core values because of a demographic. Because I want to get a vote, I just right. I can't stand that. And so many people from both sides of the political spectrum, mm-hmm. they do that. They they, they just yeah. they cave to that kind of pressure, and and that I think America needs. Honestly, I think America needs someone who stands firm in the face of adversity and can say clearly with a good moral conscience, yes or no. Like that is it. It is that simple. It should be that simple to specific ideology, especially when it comes to things like, you know, grooming our kids and you know, just Mm -hmm. having a moral compass. 
And I, I, I really see that in DeSantis. I really do. Um, yeah. You know, Trump is, look, I, I told my buddy, one of my, my good friends, he's very, very far left. Uh, he, you know, voted Clinton. He wanted Bernie Sanders a long time ago. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, he, he, he voted Obama. And, uh, you know, I, I told him, I said, you know, to me, I think the most important thing at the end of the day, it's not about, you know, voting like when Trump was running back in 2016. I said, I said, you know, to me, I look at it from a perspective of you're looking at things from a lesser of two evils perspective. I look mm-hmm. at it from a core value system of, you know, Trump might not be the best politician. Uh, he might not even be the best businessman when it comes to certain things, but he knows how to run a business and he doesn't yes. stop at just, you know, what what is in front of him at the at the time. He will continue to like a bull in a china shop, get to where he needs to get <laughs> to go regardless. And and I feel like right now where we are in our country, and this is back in, in 2015, 16, you know, he actually would be for the time someone that we actually need as far as the direction is concerned. Um, yes. and, and now I feel like where we're at, I think this, it's DeSantis's time to shine. I really do. Um, and I'm really interested to see how that plays out. I really am. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think that this is indeed DeSantis' time. Uh, I think that the, the stage has been set. Um, he's been proving himself time and time again. And he's actually uh, draw, drawn that line in the sand and said, look, I'm not going to let you uh, push me over this line regardless of who comes at me. I don't care if Disney is coming at me. I don't care if these other type of woke corporations, if the Twitterati is trying to come after me. I don't care who is going to try to slander my name. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to stand on the courage of my convictions. And that's the type of uh, person we need to lead our country. Um, for, fortunately, I think that DeSantis, uh, I think he's been uh, at, at the proving grounds quite often, especially as of recent. And he's proven himself time and time again to uh, be an effective leader, right? I mean, you look at the state of Florida, people are flocking to Florida. Why? Because it's a free state. Right. Mm-hmm. Despite yeah. even during the uh, pandemic, you know, even during the, you know, the height of it, you know, uh, people were looking at Florida. Oh, my goodness, you're going to kill everybody. Oh, you, I can't believe you're going to you know, stand for freedom and all this type of stuff. And he's like, look, I'm just standing for the American way of life. Right. Um, that's all I'm doing. And we're going to open up and we're going to uh, you know, let people conduct business. And and lo and behold, I mean, Florida is very prosperous due to his leadership. So, I mean, you look at the, a person like DeSantis and <clears throat> you can't help but to look at him and say, you know what, that is presidential material. Plain yeah. and simple, hard stop. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's a, I think that's the, the beauty of the situation at hand right now. And you're right. We do need someone who's going to stand on the courage of their convictions. We're going to need someone who's gonna, not going not gonna to waver whenever uh, uh, the, the uh, pitchfork mob comes after him. Yeah, and we've seen that happen time and time again, especially when it comes to the right. And I can't stand it. That's not mm-hmm. the sign of leadership wavering and falling back and faltering and retreating every time uh, you, you get some pushback. You're going to get pushback, especially when it comes to the left. They will slander your name. They will come after you. They will do you, the LGBTQ community. is coming after DeSantis like like you wouldn't believe. But at the end of the day, he's like, you know what? I know what I'm doing is right. Therefore, I'm going to continue to do what is right. And that's the type of man that uh, America needs. We don't need a person like Joe Biden, who's ultra progressive, who's <clears throat> destroying our country um, from within and, and doing things that are, are, are against America's interests. 
right? You know, uh, letting the southern border go. And then you have Kamala Harris, who doesn't know what she's doing, doesn't know what she's saying half the time. She has a word salad, uh, ridiculous rhetoric that doesn't make any daggone sense. Yeah, Pete Buttigieg, who is out of touch with the American people, doesn't understand. Uh, he, I just saw Pete Buttigieg. He was um, on uh, Charlemagne the God's show. Mm. And uh, he told uh, Pete Buttigieg, he was like, you do understand that the black community is looking at the Democrat Party like, what have you really done for us? And P- Pete Buttigieg is so out of touch that he said, really? <laughs> like, he couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. So you have I mean, all these different Democrat individuals who don't understand what the heck they are doing. They don't understand that they are, like, the, the, the and the polls reflect this. The polls reflect that they are out of touch with the their base and their base can't stand it. Yeah. You know, there's been uh, plenty of Black people, especially with those within the hood, who are like, you know what? We want Trump back. You know, and they yeah. say Trump because they, they understood that he was president. I mean, I guess... If I would assume that if they understood the policies of DeSantis, they would be just as much as in love with DeSantis as they are with Trump. But they understand that the you know with under Republican leadership, things were prospering. They were they had money in their pockets. You know things were going well. So uh, yeah, we we definitely need a, a good leader. We need uh, someone on the right who's going to stand up and not fall back and not falter and not uh, retreat whenever there's any type of pushback or any type of. Uh, animosity thrown their way so you know two best people i think that would be uh, perfect for that job would be trump and desantis but of course i'm leaning more desantis because he's youthful he's vibrant and he has less baggage so yeah let's go desantis 2024 yeah that's what that's what i'm saying too you know as much as i i like a lot of the stuff that you know the policies that trump has put out and, and i do like you know he is rigid in his delivery i will i will yeah. say that again and again uh, but but the other thing is his age. You know, if if he ran yeah. again, he would be the oldest president, uh, if I recall correctly, to to mm-hmm. ever r- run and win. Um, yes. You know, and, and at that point, you you look at things from like a health perspective. Exactly. I mean, we, we already have again, as I've said, a sentient being walking around that's cognitively <laughs> just not there. Um, and then Kamala Harris just reminds me of a predictive text algorithm gone wrong. And um, so <laughs> y- y- you know. It, I agree. I, I do. I do think I think DeSantis is going to be a front runner. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm, I'm hoping, you know, at the end of the day, results are results. And yep. if something uh, if something works, I, you know, you, I'm sure you've heard the old saying, if, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, yep. You know, and in, and in this instance, I can really apply that to Ron DeSantis and what he's been doing in Florida. And yep. uh, and, and I'm all for it. You know, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And I I I, I will supported 110 percent um you know but we'll see where where it goes but steven i'm gonna let you go i know you got things to do you are a busy individual is there anything that you want to close out on um before you potentially lose me audio wise again you have to edit again this uh this this segment that we're doing oh man i I mean i would just say that you know when it comes to what it is that we do and what it is that we stand for. You know, um, I appreciate people like you standing on the front lines and, uh, you know, giving the, the truth to the American people because we daggone need it. We need more truth spreaders. We need more people who are going to, like, just like we said with DeSantis, we're going to stand on the courage of our convictions and draw our line in the sand and say, hey, we're going to stand up for what's right. We're going to stand up for what's true. And we're going to keep pushing come up May. So I really appreciate what you're doing. And I, I, I wish you the best in all of your endeavors. And, uh, 
keep uh, uh, preaching the truth, my brother. Hey, I appreciate you and your time. And I'm telling you, marketing, I'm going to come up with a slogan for you. I, I don't know how or when, <laughs> but when I come up with MAGA Hawk, it's going to be like, MAGA Hawk. And then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this giant cartoon of a character pops out, and there you are. It's gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be beautiful. But hey, man. Again, I appreciate your time so much. Uh, thank you again for everything that you are doing as well. And uh, hopefully, we get to chat a little bit more later on down the road. Maybe you can give me some pointers in the gym. That would be great. <laughs> I, need, I need to get back into it. <laughs> all right, well, man. We well, all hey, do. Thank you so much. And Stephen, as always, uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. And I'll talk to you later, man. The pleasure was mine. Talk right. to you later. All right, take care.